to be a pilgrim My name is Janet. I'm cradle Catholic, but I had a conversion in 2001 when I was 27 years old through a charity mission called U2000. Many of you heard about it. So uh, I went to Mexico with faith uh, and a strong faith. Um, but this pilgrimage with Father John was life-changing. Like it was a, uh, I would say, in all my life, top three weeks. This is one of the weeks. It was like phenomenal. So James, he handed me a flyer and it said, Pure in Heart, Medjugorje. And I actually threw it back in your face, I remember. <laughs> and I said, No chance, I don't want to go to Medjugorje. And then I had a prompting, a priest, one of the Franciscan friars, told me, Janet, you need to go on a pilgrimage, you need to go on a retreat, you need to get out of London. And then I just said, Sorry, Jimbo, could I have that flyer back? <laughs> and then I think I called up, I paid straight away, Father Don. I think I was the first one to pay. Um, so then I signed up, and I knew no one going. I'd never been to Pure and Heart, I didn't know anybody going apart from James. I rocked up to the airport, couldn't even see Father John. I checked in on my own, didn't know anyone. I sat next to a girl who's not here tonight, coming on the pilgrimage. She was an unbeliever. This was on Saturday. The following Saturday, when we returned back to London, she was a believer. So, you know, you can imagine what happened on this pilgrimage. And I, although I have faith, I never felt the tangible love of God. Like people say, God is love, and, you know, God loves you. But I've always questioned it. What does that mean? For me, love can be a bit abstract. And this pilgrimage, like Father John said to us, if you ask God for a small cup of love, he will give you a small cup of love. But if you ask the Lord, Lord, here's my empty bathtub, fill me up. On the last day of the healing service, I said to the Lord, you know what, Lord, here's my empty bathtub, fill me up. And he knocked me over. Uh, it was like dead bodies all over. <laughs> I was just knocked out. And it was a tangible sense of the presence and love of God in my heart. And I, I'm still reaping the benefits and the fruits of what happened. I haven't even got time to tell you all the miracles that happened, not only on that week, but following the retreat. My love for the church, my love for the sacraments, uh, my love for Our Lady has just multiplied. And on the first night, uh, before I slept, I went to the Blessed Sacrament Chapel and I said, Lord, I pray for a word. I pray for a word for the pilgrimage, the people that I, I went with. And the Lord gave me a word, love, L-O-V-E, capital letters. And that word, I think we saw it come into fruition with the conversations we had around the dinner table uh, at Mass in the Little Acts of Charity. There was so much joy, like Liam mentioned it as well. That group that went with Father John, I've never laughed so much in my whole life. There was a, a real tangible, we became family. Um, and another thing that struck me about the pilgrimage at Mass in my own parish, we sit in a pew uh, and we sit like this. In Medjugorje, for the English 10 o'clock Mass, you can't get a seat basically, because you have to give up your seat to anyone uh, elderly. So basically, it wasn't, wasn't an option. We had to sit on the floor. And I remember running to Mass, and I would get front row seat. I would have my space right at the sanctuary altar rail, and we would just sit on the floor. So no one blocked my view. It was the best seat in the house, and it was just an honor and a privilege to have that encounter with Christ. When people talk about Medjugorje, they talk about Our Lady, but for me, it is the most Christ-centered place on this earth. I was drenched 
in daily adoration, daily mass. Uh, my prayer life has just gone through the roof. It's a, it, it really is something. And scriptures come alive. So whenever you, people talk about Medjugorje, just think of the word Christ. Amen. So I'm Leonor, and uh, it was my third time in Medjugorje, but actually, yeah, <laughs> it was a special one. I think the last time I went, two years ago, I started a little bit taking the hand of Our Lady and say, okay, show me a bit the way, I'm a bit, you know. And this time she took me in her arms, <laughs> took me with her and teach me, really. And so I think I'm going to speak only about one thing, because there's too much, so... It was also life-changing, but you said it already. I think for me, I asked for the grace. I was going to confession. And I was like, I'm not sure I really want to go to confession. Okay, I have to go to confession. It's a confessional of the world, you know. And I, I, I start praying and I say to a lady, I was like, our lady is here. So I, I pray to her with really, with my heart, teach me how to, show me how to um, do confession really and see what I have to say and ask for, you know. Well, I didn't know what was waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finished. Every week I'm still like, oh, I'm still seeing all the things I have to go. And poor Father John can't see me anymore. Like, <laughs> and, uh, so I think I really got the grace of, of seeing in my life the things that, that I didn't want to see. I had it in a little, you know, corner there and there. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to confession once in a while. I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't see lots of the things. And so... Yeah, it's, I guess today I want to to share that to say like ask for the grace to find the way to see better what you need to confess, and then you feel so much better after confession. So I'm Valentina. For me, was the third time in Shubari. My previous time was with my family, my big family, my small family. And this time was for myself. So when Father John proposed me to go to Medjugorje. For me, it was like a call for my, like a call for myself, it was a pilgrimage for myself. And then I discovered a big family, uh, a lot of brothers and sisters. But at the beginning, I started this trip for myself. And um, it's difficult to explain the words, what we felt, what I felt, because Medjugorje is something you have to, to go there to feel and to to receive. So it's difficult for me and for everyone, but. I received a lot of love, and it's not a kind of love when you are when you're in love with someone. It's not. It's not when you're like a teenager, and your heart is is running for someone. It's a love is full and wrapped completely, completely your heart. So it gives you peace here, and you you are able to remove all the stones your heart. If you ask him and you and you want it, he can give you the peace and love inside. Um, there was one moment, because for me Jesus is, is joy, uh, with me it was Janet and Matthew and someone else. And after the adoration, the afternoon, I went to see a guy in wheelchair and it was John. So it was the feast of St. John. So I went to him and I say, John had big feast, and uh, we speak about a bit about. Uh, he was not able to speak. He's 
disabled, he's not able to speak. But he, he can listen, he can understand. And when you saw the Christ of the Rosary, if you look at the, Christ, the cross of Christ, you will say, this is the body of Christ. And he answered, for me, this is the Holy Communion. I know that in the Holy Communion there is Jesus. I truly believe in it, but I never, it was not a normal answer for me. So from a, a people with some disabilities, who is teaching to me, who taught me, this is the Holy Communion. Yes, it was quite impressive. And the joy came from, I told him, can I, can I hug you? So was a, because I, I'm, I'm hugging everyone. I said, hug you, like you everywhere. <laughs> so I hug him like, like I'm doing always. And he was full of joy and he started to punch, I don't know what to say, like that. <laughs> and the feet like that. And I don't know what happened at that moment, but in my heart, my heart started to run. run. I can't explain you how, but people around me ask me, Valentina, are you fine? Yes, yes, I tried to push my heart down, <laughs> and it please stop to run like that. At least seven, eight, ten minutes, I don't know. I don't know, I was not able to control it. And then I started to cry of joy, but I, was, I didn't want to cry in front of everyone, of course. It was literally tears of joy and, and love. And I just hugged, a small hug, a very small hug, and something happened inside me. So if you, if you are tired of your life, if you have a lot of questions, if you are unhappy, or yes, if you are not able to, to see the truth or the way, I have, this is a good advice, go to Major Bobby, because you will feel and you will receive the answers, and you will receive a lot of graces that you cannot imagine. Just trust in Our Lady, and she, she will lead you. So, I want to read one, one poem that I wrote. So when I come back to Major Bobby, I was so full in love, of, I don't know what, I think of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an architect, I was working in front of my computer. I was not able to be focused on the details. I w like, like a teenager, I was not able to, to be focused. So I had to write things. I took my book. I had to write somewhere what I felt. And just to conclude my testimony, the evening that we were coming back to Medjugorje, I was sure to have, in some way, that I met Our Lady. And this is the confirmation because before Medjugorje, if you ask me, Valentina, who is Our Lady for you? For me, Our Lady is the mother of Jesus, our mother, and that's it. So after the, the pilgrimage, I said to vote, who is Our Lady? So I wrote it in Italian, because it was too difficult, and then I tried to translate it. Okay, so, Our Lady is divine sweetness delicate presence, tender words, tender cuddles, star of the morning, light of hope, cherry table love, perfume of flowers, young rose, eternal grace, suave presence, sincere promise, holy truth, refuge of sinners, Peace of heart, perfect consolation, safe refuge, sweet waiting, pure beauty, shining light, 
eternal joy, free of light, lovely mother, our eternal salvation. To let you know that Our Lady is really present in inside all, all of us, that we have to call her and she, she will lead us. Hi, I'm James. It was the eighth time I've been to Medjugorje. So Medjugorje for me is a moment of conversion. And um, I think the, the big thing about it was um, I, had, I had quite a lot of anxiety before going, a bit like I have now, actually. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I've completely not in my comfort zone. Yeah, so I was having a bit of anxiety beforehand and fears and things. But as soon as we got to Medjugorje, within no time at all, the fears and the anxiety have evaporated and I just found myself full of a lot of joy and peace and love and I felt there was a real tangible love amongst the group. It was a miracle, I think it was a real anointing that mm. a lady gave us. We mm. were just like this one family and we had some of us didn't even know each other before but there was a, such a closeness, a bond. Um, and I think that's what was very special. I think it, it's one of the most special weeks I've experienced in Medjugorje or anywhere else for that matter. We went to Chinakale on one occasion and heard some testimonies and there were testimonies of, of um, you know, coming away from drink or drugs and um, the experiences that they had. I think that this is very similar to me for Medjugorje. It's a place of conversion. It's a place where we can give our brokenness, our wounds to God. and. Um, I love that image that Francis uses of the prodigal son with the father. He, he's out there. He's outside the house. He's not afraid to, to get dirty. He, he, he sees the, us who are wounded and, and, and full of sin. And um, he, he comes and he picks us up from the dirt and he puts us on his shoulders. Such is his tender love and mercy for us. So I have to talk about myself, so no, this is very uncomfortable. Um, so I guess sort of I've, a bit about me, I mean, very shortly, I mean, I've always been Catholic. I mean, I grew up Catholic. I know Jesus, well, I knew Jesus. Um, but I fell in love with Jesus uh, two years ago on the 27th of March. And essentially since then, my life has sort of been turned around. Uh, there's been a lot of growth, a lot of healing. Yeah, and so, Father John, this year, uh, the other years I've been wanting to come, and uh, Father John mentioned it, and so I just booked this week off. And one thing, I, I really tr I've really i always trusted in my life, Our, Our Lady, actually, Mother Mary. She's always been close, uh, always been close. I like what James said about the prodigal son. You know, the father was waiting, but the mother was with me. Um, anyway, so the, the retreat for me were two things, really. One is peace. Uh, the last two years I've... You know, I've really had learnt love, I've learnt happiness, I've learnt joy. But never, I think it was probably my first time in Medjugorje that my soul was at peace. Um, I haven't experienced that before. And uh, this was a, uh, a very, well, it was just a huge turning point for me, really. And so I think the whole week I was sort of, you know, I realised, you know, this is what I want, you know, I've been going to 
you know, going to mass, doing lots of prayers, doing everything in the last two years. There was something that was just missing, really, for me. Um, that I w- why wasn't I like this at home? And I think one of the the second areas for me was forgiveness. I mean, I've been to confession. I've been forgiven. Um, you know, I've learned to love myself. I've learned learned God's love for me. But I think the one thing that was always holding me back was to forgive others. And yeah, I mean, for me, this trip was. Um, I saw that peace that I could have, and I realised that forgiveness is really for me is the way that I can at last finally open my heart to God. You know, to have no have no reservation, have no um, boundaries or or or, um, or inhibitions for Him. If if I'm closed off, if I can't forgive my brother or sister, you know, how can God enter that bit? You know, so so. I did, you know, there's a Mount Krushevik, which is the cross mountain, it's a big-ass mountain where you have to walk up in, like, bare feet or shoes and something. <laughs> it's really rocky and it's quite, uh, yeah, and there's the stations of the cross as you go up, and it was, it's really it's really quite beautiful, and we went there as a group, it really hit me as we go up, you know, the stations, and you know, one of the last ones, you know, you know Father, forgive them, for they no, do not know what they have done, or something like that. And so, just as we were coming up to the end, that really hit me, so I actually did that myself uh, one night, uh, which was petrifying in every sense of the word. <laughs> Literally in the middle of the night, just me. <laughs> All my fears were there. Um, I've never said so many Hail Marys. So quickly. <laughs> just rattling them off. Anyway, but finally, yeah, so for me to be able to just give over everything to God, you know, at the top of that mountain, we had to carry a rock up, or a stone, and you put the stone at the top of the mountain you say you know these are this is my baggage you know and just give it to him at his cross and uh, yeah and so I did and ever since it's been peace uh, at last has been uh, upon me so it's been uh, such a beautiful last three weeks to four weeks Um, so yeah I mean if any of you have you know similar desires I'd certainly recommend it Uh, Medjugorje is very unique in terms of all the pilgrimage of places to go I find they have all very different promises and, and blessings um, so yeah I'm a certainly a different man following it and I'm so glad I went and thanks to God So this is my first time going to Medjugorje and I'd say I had faith, I'd go to church every Sunday but I didn't think my faith was strong. Um, I got married in September and my husband is such a faithful man and he was the one who told me, or I heard from Father John but my husband told me that we should go to Medjugorje and I was like oh I'm not sure and I didn't think it was the right time. Um, I was like going through a tough time at that time and I was really unhappy and um, had a lot of stress and, and anxiety. Uh, but when I went to Medjugorje, honestly, like, I can't describe it, like, like everyone says, like, you just feel peace, and that's what I felt, like, I felt all my worries go away, I just, mm. it was just incredible, like, I can't explain it, and, um, like, at home, I just, like, it's so hard for me to get out of bed, you know, I was going through a tough time, and I didn't, all I wanted to do was sleep, but in Medjugorje, I was, you know, waking up my husband, come on, let's go, let's pray the rosary, and, like, I'm going to go, I'm up up and um, my husband gifted me a Bible a few months ago and I'd never even opened it. I took it to Medjugorje and for the first time I was opening my Bible, I was wanting to read. And I remember, like, I've been to confession like a handful of times and when I would go, I'd be so scared to go to confession and I would just be, like, in and out. And when you go to Medjugorje, you see, like, lines and lines of people going to confession and that, just, I just thought I have to go. And 
honestly, like I was telling priests things that I never thought I'd ever confess ever. Um, just telling him everything and just the like, honestly, the love and you know forgiveness I felt and the love and just sharing it with all these people. Honestly, like it's just incredible. So mm-hmm. you know, honestly, like, I can't. Um, I really feel like I've had a conversion. My name is Carol, I'm 19 years old, and I was the youngest one on this trip. So anyway, as any kind of teenager, teenagers kind of go through like, periods of doubt. And I kind of went through my period of doubt was kind of like Magigoria. And so, like, I, I, I went to Magigoria, and I was like, okay, so let's see, let's see where this place takes me. Um, and so, the thing that did it for me, the, the, the reason I... St- like actually believed it for the first time was um, when we saw the first visionary. Was it Mariana? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Mariana, and she spoke with such conviction that it almost felt like Mary was talking through her. Um, like I couldn't doubt a single word. Um, she was also talking about things we we take for granted, such as like love and not being judgmental. It, these are kind of like, you know, basic concepts of our faith. And we don't, well, generally I, I don't really think about this. It kind of comes in like second nature. I, I've been brought up in this style, but I don't really kind of like sit back and think, hmm, how is my loving been today, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, also, what else was I going to say? Um, yeah, um, so the seven days that we spent there, it was incomplete. It was mass. Um, adoration, uh, seminars, it was just like the complete package of faith. And I, coming back to London, it kind of feels a bit like um, everything seems a bit irrelevant. Like everything we do, <laughs> like, it's just, it doesn't have that kind of like, you just want to continue from that week, just, you know, keep on praying because, like, you kind of want to get to that level where you're as close to God as you can be. Mm. as you possibly can be and it's a bit I think I think it's a bit hard to do that in London but you know anyway also yeah I think uh, Medjugorje is the I know I've said this a lot of times like to the people that I went with but um, it's the most physical representation of our faith anywhere in the world I think I don't think there's a single place in the world where um, we can feel our faith like just feel it like I I've been in the Vatican before and like, it's nothing compared to Medjugorje. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I don't quite know what it is about, about that place, but it's, it, honestly, it, it just leaves a smile on your face. And, you know, for those that haven't gone, go, because um, it's something you have to experience for yourselves. It's, you can't, you can't, you can't read about it. Like, it's, it's not something you can read about or watch or on YouTube or whatever. You have to kind of like go and kind of like, it's, it's this kind of personal experience with God that, you know, does, does the place wonders.